Welcome to Learning Through Math, the podcast. I'm Laura at I Teach the Why. I'm Karina at Mrs. Cousins 5. Our mission is to inspire ourselves and others to keep learning and improving with passion. And hugs. You can find us at learningthroughmath.com and on Twitter at Laura and Karina. Come and join us on this journey of learning. Thanks for joining us. We are recording this in October of 2020. And welcome to episode 19 from Number Paths to Number Lines. This is going to be another good one. Very excited. (laughs) And a big shout out and thank you to Super Teacher 524 who wrote us a review on Apple Podcasts. And it says, since I am fortunate to know both of you, I knew this podcast would have amazing math content. What I realize is that I also feel like I am finding out more things about each of you. And I truly enjoy that. Thank you for keeping it real and for motivating all listeners to just keep learning. I think that is a special gift. Heart emoji, thumbs up emoji, <laughs> light bulb emoji. Aww. Aww. <laughs> Loved it. And we know we know who this is. This is Karina. So thank you, Karina. Another Karina. Other Karina. <laughs> thank you for your shout out. We do love getting these. We love hearing from you and how you're joining us in the journey together. My reflection this week, I just wanted to say thank you to my Math Whispers. Mm. On our last episode, you had said that I'm on your shoulder whispering in your ear and Graham Fletcher is whispering in your ear. I have so many Math Whispers that I don't even know if I could name them all. So I just want to give a huge thank you to everybody that's influenced the way that I have been teaching math, especially these past 10 years. Absolutely. I can't thank them enough. I know. The the list is endless and, and luckily we are continually adding to that list, I feel like. Yes, we definitely are. Okay, our good news. We are just loving, I think I mentioned this a little bit already, but we're just loving all the mentions on Twitter that we're receiving and the reviews on Apple Podcast. We're super grateful. You really, you don't know how excited we get when we get something new in our in our inbox and mm-hmm. we see it. We, we like fangirl a little bit. I know. Right? We get really, really excited. So it just means the world to us that you're listening and you're with us through this adventure. Yes, this journey of learning because we don't know, honestly, who we're reaching unless we do hear from people. Right. And we're doing this for ourselves. Right. But we're not making a dime or right. anything like right. that. So we do want to say a giant thank you to all of you that are engaging with us online or in person. Thank you. We're going to jump into today's topic, which is from number paths to number lines. Why did you want to talk about this one? I think it stemmed from what I said in the last episode mm-hmm. about how Brody was oh. saw the power of the number line mm-hmm. and then my students haven't. And I see that every year. I say, let's use a number line to model this and there's groans the groans but by the end of this school year they do there's no groans right you know they because i think that they, they do understand they see the value they see the value of, of it the they, they get it it's not just another strategy that i'm gonna throw up on an anchor chart mm-hmm. it's actually something that will help us visualize what is happening exactly and we know that math is visual <laughs> and we need to teach it visually which is why the number line is so such an important tool to use. Yes. When I was doing some research about number paths, 
to get ready for this episode. Of course, we know about Christina Tondevold, yep. the recovering traditionalist. I will definitely link her blog into the show notes. I also know that Kyle Pierce's website, mathisvisual.com, had a really good explanation and a, a whole linear model of a number path. That one I'll definitely link to the show notes okay. too. But I also came across a blog on Didax Education's website. And I really liked this one because it was very succinct. Mm-hmm. There was a whole Q&A a blog and it said that Margaret McGinty who's an educator and creator of a pocket chart that they sell gotcha. right but the first question was how are number paths different from number lines and I loved this answer because it was very simple a number path is a counting model numbers are represented by rectangles and each rectangle can be counted Mm. A number line is a length model like a ruler. Mm -hmm. Each number is represented by its length from zero. Mm. I got to thinking about when our, well, you still have little kids, but when Christian was little and playing games like Candyland and shoots and ladders and anything with a board where you move the pieces, that's all a number path. All of that is. That's true. Think about when we play Monopoly Mm -hmm. and you go from get out of jail free or or the visiting area to the free parking right we know that that's a 10 jump or from one corner to the middle to the railroad that's a five jump but it's a one two three four five is the railroad right or counting from one corner all the way to another corner is a 10. That's a true number path. Right. So I think we all learned it without without it being called number path. Right. How many board games do you think you played as a little kid? Oh my gosh. Endless. Right, a lot. And you've seen my game. Yes. (laughs) My game closet. Yeah. (laughs) Ours is about half the size, but again, you've been collecting for a little bit longer than I have. Yeah. Are you saying I'm old? No. I am. That's okay. (laughs) But yes, yes, absolutely. And now that you say that, it's true. All of those games are, are, they have number paths. And even like shoots and ladders Mm -hmm. is like a hundreds chart. I mean, that's that's what it is. And it's a bottoms up, bottoms bottoms up up hundreds chart. Yes, it is. (laughs) Which is why I always buy a three-year-old Candyland if they don't have it. And then their next game I always buy them is shoots and ladders always I always try to do that because they're the easiest games for the kids to learn right to use right I think the point we're trying to make here is that it just really starts even before school because these are the games that kids are exposed to from home Mm -hmm. from birth you know and then they play through them and when they come to school they already have an idea of what it's what numbers are you know like they have the number sense that we're always hoping that they have right parents of young children if you are listening to this please please get the word out and also with your own children play board games dice games card games dominoes what am i missing oh gosh just yeah all of those any any kind of game connect four yeah even though it's eight and up Mm -hmm. no you don't need to be eight to play that (laughs) right right (laughs) if you're an educator and you have access to donations listen i ask people for things right my mom gave me this quote a long time ago which was ask for the world settle with the continent yeah i always ask companies for donations 
combinations of things. If they can write it off on their right. taxes, why not? One thing that you reminded me of was whenever we had family math nights or family science nights or family STEM nights, one of our giveaways would be board games mm-hmm. because we wanted to get it into the hands of kids. Yeah. And you also literally just reminded me that when I was just at my previous school, I had a donuts for dads or some kind of adult, male adult figure to come in right. and be with their kid for breakfast. Right. That day I had made, I had created games on cardstock and I invited the dads to stay or whoever the male figure was right. to stay once the kids were released to go to class and I taught them how to play these four games. Gotcha. And then they got to take it home. Oh, nice. Yes. So let's come back to right. <laughs> number paths right. versus number lines. But it really does start there. It does. That's the starting point. And then once they get into school through kindergarten and first grade, that's when the number path is introduced. And should be used until the kids have a firm sense of number. Now, when you start with a number path, because again, I'm, I teach fifth, so kindergarten okay. is <laughs> a little beyond. <laughs> a little, a little, yeah, a little beyond what I what I know. Do you start with rectangles to manipulate? Actually, when I use a number path with the littles, I print them out. Okay. So it's a string of, and I use the 11 by 17 paper mm-hmm. where it's just a number in a rectangle. So it starts with one, two, three, four, five. Usually those are shaded one color. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten are shaded another color. 11 to 15. Okay. 16 to 20. And it's just a row with rectangles with those numbers in them. That way, when the kids are trying to figure out one and how many more to get to five, because knowing to five fluently is one of the standards in kindergarten, if they have a little bear or a little cutesy little thing on one, then they know two, three, four, five. They just made four more jumps, which I think that's probably where that whole jumping idea came from for number lines. Because when they get into second, third, fourth, fifth, and we talk about making hops or jumps, I think that's probably where it stemmed from. Because the bear is going down the path, right? Or whatever it is that they're, a frog is jumping down the path, right? (laughs) Right. The students need this understanding though, so that when we take the path and turn it into a number line that they understand that, and I have seen where it does look like a number line is integrated into a number path, and then you take the path away, and it's the space from the zero to one, and the space from the one to two that is still a path, but now we're moving into the linear model instead of the counting model. Right. What I like about the number path is how it does transfer into a hundreds chart so nicely. Right. Yes. That you can see the relationship between going from a, a straight line to mm-hmm. now we're just going to take these different parts and stack them on top of each other. And I have seen where teachers have kids cut mm-hmm. the hundreds board mm-hmm. and make it into zero or one all the way to the 100 straight across. Right. A huge number path. I think the hundreds chart is definitely more abstract for kids because when they get to that 10 it's like where do they go what are they and they have to know oh the reason why you need to go down to the next row all the way back to the left if you're doing a traditional right 
hundreds chart. Yeah. What's the reason to go down? Just because the, the we're it filling ends, it at 10. Right? right. If we're stopping it at 10, we have to go down to the next row to start at 11. However, that's also showing that the again, patterns. If, if you do the notice and wonder, yeah. you know, the patterns with, there's one in each of these columns right. in the ones place. There's a two in each of these in this column in the ones place. Right. There's so much noticing and wondering that can happen when the number path changes into a hundreds board. And I fear that people bring out the hundreds board and the number lines too fast. Too soon. Absolutely. Yeah, too soon. Absolutely. When the students don't have that firm grasp of number sense yet. Right. Well, and even I'm just I'm also trying to think of like all the connections, all the things that are rooted from the number path. Oh my everything. Everything (laughs) is because then you can even even a hundreds chart is just like a flat a base 10 yes flat and then if that's the one that you're representing using right, 100 right and when we talk about number lines and we model using fraction bars oh. <laughs> i mean that is how many times have you asked your fifth graders are there numbers between zero and one and they say oh, yeah, the no doesn't no. exist yeah even after we've just done the <laughs> unit on fractions right we've just talked about one half mm-hmm. and how it's between zero and one and then the next day i'll ask them you know so what are some numbers between zero and one what do you mean there aren't there aren't any right right (laughs) and this is after decimals even exactly yeah they don't see see it see that connection they They didn't make that connection yet right modeling with fraction bars i've seen an issue with kids not being able to read thermometers Mm -hmm. and graduated cylinders so in science this reluctance to use the number line and understand it is apparent in science when we're using those measuring tools well it's tricky on a thermometer because on one side you have the fahrenheit and then the celsius (laughs) the thermometers that i have at school i know the scale are different I don't remember what it is but one of them it it goes up by two Mm -hmm. and the other one goes up by one Okay. And if the kids don't notice the patterns, exactly. they're going to be reading it, the numbers wrong. Yep. And how about when we get into higher math? Right. We have the coordinate plane mm-hmm. that has two number lines now, right. right? That we focus in because we're only looking at the first quadrant in fifth, fifth grade. Right. You have two number lines going horizontally and vertically. And then later on, you're going to have a third with the X, Y, and Z axis. Every year, I kind of try to look for another way to use the number line. For some things, it's difficult. So this is where we, you and I have spoken about using the right tool at the right time. That's right. Mm -hmm. And maybe the base 10 blocks aren't the the best tool to use, but a number line is. Right. Or a fraction bar. Right. Which is really a number line. Yeah. But a concrete piece of it. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And that's what I mean. That's why it's such a powerful tool. Mm -hmm. And as teachers, we just need to remember that number lines are everywhere and we can't we can't skip the number line. Oh, gosh, no. We have to embrace it. We have to use it. We have to continue to model it and make it accessible for kids so that they are comfortable with them. They need to be comfortable with the number line. I almost feel like maybe on the tiles at school, out in the hallway, we could create a big number line. Yeah. Maybe in the K-1 area, we put number paths. We right. just put blue tape around the whole tile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Right. Okay. So let's go back to games. 
hopscotch. Yes. I was thinking about this earlier, how important that was yeah. as a game. And kids aren't playing it anymore. That's true. We need to bring back some of our old school games. Yeah. It only took us 19 episodes to figure out <laughs> what we're going to do on different days. Right. We've got that our episodes are released every Sunday. At 1 a.m. <laughs> Eastern. Nice, nice and early. Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> every Sunday. Oh, well, we did that because maybe people over right. in the other side of the world that's they're during their day so. that's right that's right <laughs> and what we've decided is that from now on on mondays we will post the challenge from that sunday's podcast okay and thursdays we'll do a little thursday throwback i love those throwback thursday <laughs> and what we'll include is a quote or an, an idea or a challenge from a past episode i love it the challenge for this week listeners is to keep engaging with us either posting something on Twitter or commenting or giving us a review or giving us five stars. (laughs) You could send us an email at learningthroughmath at gmail.com or tag us on Twitter. This way we know that people are listening. Right. And we will. And we would love to give you a shout out on a future episode. Thanks for joining us. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast and give us a five-star review on your favorite podcasting platform. We invite you to join the conversation on Twitter by using the hashtag learningthroughmath. We'd love to hear your feedback. Make sure to tag us at Laura and Karina. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. To you too.